Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Our meditation this morning, taken from the book of Romans, chapter 6, listen again to verses 3 and 4. It's Paul who writes, and Paul says this, he says, Or don't you know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So far, our text. Well, today is the first Sunday after the epiphany of our Lord. That's what the church calendar says. And today is a, a Sunday where traditionally the gospel reading takes you to Christ's baptism by John next to the Jordan River. But when it comes to preaching a sermon on this text, it's really not that difficult because this is one of those texts that, that begs to give birth to a good old-fashioned Lutheran three-part sermon. Fillet this text, slice it apart, and you will find three interesting things taking place. The first interesting thing is this. At the baptism of Jesus, heaven is opened. All three persons of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they show up front and center. They're in the same GPS coordinate for everyone to see, and that doesn't happen very often. The second interesting thing in this text is that at the baptism of Jesus, a connection is established and confirmed, and it's a connection between Jesus and his Heavenly Father, this is my Son, the voice of Christ's eternal dad booms like thunder. And that doesn't happen very often either. And then the third interesting thing about this text, it's this. At his baptism, Jesus is anointed and crowned and commissioned to begin his saving work. In other words, from the moment that Jesus steps out of Jordan's creek, he's headed for the cross. So those are the three big things found in this text, and I can turn each of them or all of them into a pretty decent sermon this morning, and then my homiletical chore for the week uh, is done. But I have a little problem with that today because I really don't want to preach a sermon on the baptism of Jesus. I really don't. What I'd really like to talk about is your baptism. So give me a show of hands now. How many of you know the date of your birthday? Ah, you don't have to raise your hands. Come on, that's easy. That's a slam dunk. But what about this? How many of you men know the date of your wedding anniversary and can rattle it off like that? <laughs> yeah, right, Who, who's not going to raise their hand, right? Uh, okay, all right, okay, all right. Well, how about this one? How many of you know the birthday of your favorite pet? April 30th, 2018 is the birth date of my beloved lab, Jezebel, okay, you know, Bell for short, okay, 
But if you ask me the birth, birth date of my own children, I probably have to pause and do the math, all right? Which, which leads to one final question now. What I really want to know is this. Do you know the date of your own baptism? Seems to me that we Lutheran Christians, myself included, we don't spend enough time thinking about our baptism. And I don't know why that is, but it's true. And yeah, it comes up, you know, you know, every once in a while, but never seems to be front and center enough. We, we don't brag about it. We don't put that date in our phone. You know, we don't celebrate it at all, you know, but we probably should. Now, with that said, you are going to receive a good old-fashioned three-part Lutheran uh, sermon this morning after all. And the first part has to do with this, at your baptism, heaven was opened too. Listen to this quote by Martin Luther. Luther wrote and said this, he said, When Christ was baptized, all three persons of the Trinity were present, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and the heavens stood open. Then Luther continues, and he says, In fact, God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit daily stand about and at the side of our own baptism. Now think about those words for a moment. On the day that you were baptized, your sponsors, your parents, the congregation, they weren't the only ones who showed up to witness that moment in your life. No, no, Luther says that, that your God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, they were there too. Heaven was open. God cleared his calendar. He canceled his appointments for the day. He was there with you in all of his glorious threeness. That's how important your baptism day was and still is. Part number two of the sermon sounds like this. At your baptism, a connection was established and confirmed. Now, don't forget what the Holy Spirit accomplishes, what he does, you know, at every uh, baptism. I mean, through the power and promise of God's word, the seeds of faith in Jesus Christ, they're, they're planted, they're grafted, they're rooted in that child's heart. And it's this seedling of faith that, that forms the connection between you and Jesus. It is your most vital connection it's your spiritual umbilical cord. In fact, think of your baptismal faith as the all-important lifeline between you and your Savior. It was, I think, about 10 or 12 years ago, maybe you remember this on the news, when 33 Chilean miners were trapped almost a half mile underground after part of the San Jose mine in Chile's Atacama Desert collapsed. The men, as fortune would have it, were trapped together in a rescue shelter where they just happened to be eating their lunch that day at the time of the collapse. Rescuers spent 17 whole days drilling a test hole 2,300 feet deep to reach the rescue shelter with the slim hope of finding at least one survivor 
but they found them all. And then they widened the test hole to lower to them food, water, medical supplies. Then they widened it some more until they were able to lower a capsule down, which brought all 33 miners safely back to the surface after two months and nine days. You see it now? Your baptism, your baptism faith is the spiritual lifeline that keeps your faith alive keeps your soul alive. I mean, take a look at what that lifeline is connected to. And this is what Paul talks about in our text. He says this, Don't you know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Then he says, For if we've been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Do you get it? Do you understand how powerful your baptismal faith is? It connects you to the cross of Jesus. It connects you to Easter morning. And if you are connected to Christ's cross, your sins are forgiven. God can't see them. They're covered up with the blood of his son. And if you're connected to that Easter morning empty tomb, guess what? Death has no more power uh, over you. Eternal life is yours. Heaven is yours. It's your gift from God. Totally, absolutely, positively, no questions, no strings, no take-backs at all. There's no greater lifeline than this. And then part three. Part three of the sermon is as follows. At your baptism, you were commissioned to live your life for God. Or, to put it in Paul's words, that you too may walk in newness of life. See, now, you don't have to live like the world out there lives anymore. Because, because now that you're connected to Jesus, you're different. You're unique. Folks, you are rather unusual. You don't hobnob with the masses anymore. You've been remade, reborn, retooled, you know, renovated big time. You belong to God. Now, sin doesn't own you. Sin doesn't own you anymore. Sin's not at the steering wheel of your life. No way. Sin doesn't control you. God does. And here's how this trickles down into your life. Because when you're connected to Jesus, you can actually crawl out of bed every day and live like you're forgiven. Because that's exactly what and who you are. You don't have to wrestle with the guilt from all the stupid mistakes uh, you've made in the past. You don't have to wonder whether or not God cares about you. You don't have to wonder whether or not God is on your side. Of course he cares. Of course he's on uh, your side. You're connected to his son. You're connected to the cross of Jesus. Because you've got that connection. You don't have to try to live with a perpetually guilty conscience anymore. That's what your baptism's best friend, the Lord's Supper, is for. Forgiveness. And for goodness sake, forget about what's going to happen to you when you die. You don't have to have that fear anymore either. Death is no mystery. 
not for you, not for me, not when you're connected to Christ and that empty tomb of his. You're different now because you know. You know how this life's game ends. It ends with eternity, doesn't it? And, and, and knowing that, knowing that this life is just you know, a, a drop in the bucket that is practiced for the real life uh, yet to come, when you know that, then it gives your life right now new perspective. And, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, life's hurdles become smaller. Life's heartaches are bearable. Disappointments, wow, well, they're not really so bad. You know, there's a finish line ahead of you. You can see it in the distance, and you can't wait to break the tape because you're connected with that baptismal faith of yours. You know beyond a shadow of a doubt that everything, and folks, I mean everything, is going to be all right. So after church today, you might just want to dig around in your attic or your basement or the back of your closet, wherever your personal paperwork is stashed, or, or maybe ask your mom or, or grandma if you have to, but find that old baptismal certificate, take a look at the date on it, and elevate that date to worth remembering status. Put it on your phone with an alert that goes off maybe every week or every month or, or certainly uh, every year. And when that phone goes off, you can say to yourself, hey, that's right, this is the day that I was baptized. And then go ahead and, and celebrate a little bit. Why not? Because that's the day when God first showed up in your life. That's the day when Jesus glued his heart to your heart. That's the day when your life was changed forever. Amen. And the peace in Christ that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.